so I said all that to say this. One of the one of the very few people I trust in ministry and one of the only people I trust with this altar and you people is coming to the stage right now. So help me welcome Jerry Kelly. Come on, Jerry. Thank you, man. Love you. Thank you, Pastor Allen, Miss April, for your trust and confidence. Uh, I was telling Pastor Allen, I said, you know, it's a holy thing. And you can be seated. Uh, there's a reverence. I never trust is a precious thing. And it's something that I will not take for granted or allow myself to think lightly of. Because a lot of people think ministering is just about getting up behind the pulpit. Anyway, you're no more better man than you uh, minister or than than you are a man who you are in Christ with Christ privately. So it's a it's a holy thing, it's a precious thing, and I want y'all to know that I appreciate your trust, your family's trust, and but you you hear me say this, and I'm gonna keep on saying it because I really believe it. We're here on kingdom business. We're not here to make to get people to be impressed with us. No, if we're here for just to be impressed with each other, they can do that at the local bar and get just as much out of it. No, we're here on kingdom business. It's okay to walk around with this. We're here on kingdom business. And we're just not here by accident. If you believe scripture, then you got to believe what Jesus said. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. And when Jesus shows up, he's just not there to play Uno cards with you. I mean, do we serve, as Jesus, a lot of times people have created this image of Jesus and they worship this image of Jesus in their head and not the one that the Scripture's talking. It is written. That Jesus himself said, where two or three gather together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. I don't see him, but I sure feel him. <laughs> and you don't have to feel him to know he's here. Kingdom business this morning. And nobody's told me anything. We've, we've talked. I was coming down the road this morning. Sonia was practicing her song, and I'm just praying in tongues, such in my heart. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, I am bringing a quickening and a strengthening to the pastors and to the church this morning. Well, before you lightly esteem that, let me remind you what a Holy Ghost quickening is. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. That same power that was released when Christ was raised from the dead, that's the kind of quickening that God's bringing this morning. And I just heard the Spirit say, he that has an ear, let him hear, and if he hears, let him receive. And let me remind you that Jesus wants to do a mighty work this morning, individually and corporately. But I'm going to tell you what will block that, and that's unbelief. And unbelief will manifest itself by lightly esteeming words. 
Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So his words have a way of reaching down into the heart of an individual. You see, we humans, we like to try to hide things and keep things covered up on the inside of us and not talk about them. But see, when you show up at a place where the Holy Ghost is here, he'll reach down on the inside of you. And you, you how many figured out you can put on your spiritual face with people, but you can't play that with God. And the Lord spoke to me this morning. There are people, there's, uh, there's some particular people here this morning that you've been wrestling. You've been bound by some things of darkness. And the Holy Ghost wants to set you free from that. He didn't call you to struggle. He called you to freedom. Amen. <laughs> the Lord spoke to me over there. He said, in these perilous times, my grace is not available just to survive, but my grace is available to thrive and overcome. He didn't call us just to, to just get by by the skin of our teeth and just to, just to survive, but He's called us to overcome. Amen. I'm already preaching myself happy. So I want to encourage you this morning to have ears to hear and let the Holy Ghost reach down inside you and fix things. And I was reminded when you tell her, you know, we've all fleshed out and done things. We've all done Peter and cut ears off, haven't we? The Lord was ministering to me about that one time. Actually, while I was up ministering, he quickened me not, not too long ago. He said, did you notice when Peter got in the flesh and cut Malchus's ear off, he said, he said, you know, a lot of times he said, people, well, I need to be restored. He said, but in that story, he let me see that not only will you be restored, but he'll fix things that you cut off and messed up. If you got in the flesh and messed things up with your mouth or whatever, if you'll trust God, he'll put that ear back on. <laughs> Amen. That's good news, isn't it? So, but before I get into the Word this morning, I want my wife, Sonia, to come minister to you. And the Lord's going to lead us. We're going we're gonna to preach on the blood of Jesus today. So, Sonia, have at it. Aren't you thankful for the blood of Jesus this morning? Hallelujah. Everybody raise your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blood. You saved, delivers, and heals in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You can go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. The blood that Jesus shed for me way back, way back, oh Calvary. It's the blood. That gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose its power. Oh, because it reaches to the highest mountain. Thank God it flows to the lowest valley, oh, 
back is me straight from day to day it will never lose its power it soothes all my doubts and it comes all my fears and it dries it dries all my tears it's the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its power oh thank you jesus stand up. Are you thankful for the blood of Jesus? Oh man, I don't know about you, but if it hadn't been for the blood of Jesus, that would none of us be sitting here. Amen. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. The precious, wonderful blood of Jesus. I'll go ahead and tell you up front, when you start preaching and proclaiming the blood of Jesus, the Holy Ghost activity and angelic activity increases and let me tell you what else increases devils getting nervous and those that are bound by darkness this morning you see devils are, I've seen it in prisons you've probably seen it in jails devils will try to hide from the gospel and they'll try to cause you to be timid and back up but see when the blood of Jesus is proclaimed something's got to give and I don't know if you noticed it or not, unless you've been on a rock somewhere, 
We're in perilous times. But this is not a time to back up, to be in fear, but this is time to step it up. I'm talking about not in within your own ability, but within Holy Ghost ability. And the Lord has put it in my heart, and I told Sonia that to really start proclaiming the blood of Jesus wherever I preach. Because without the blood of Christ, none of us are standing here today. And so if you've been bound by anything, I'm going to go ahead and warn you, that bondage is about to leave. Amen. Depression is about to leave. Oppression is about to leave. And if there's any possessions, that demon's going to have to flee. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. How many believe that Jesus is alive? Let's smile. I'm going to do something I used to do in the prisons. I want you to do it with me. Three times we're going to say the name of Jesus. Are y'all ready? Y'all ready? Let's go. Jesus. 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 Whew. You know why I do that? Because there is no other name that I cause hell to flee. There is no other name that I get heaven's attention and to cause heaven to come down. I'm just not kidding about this. This is just not how. Jesus is walking amongst us. <laughs> and He's looking for those who have faith. He's looking for those who are believing. Am I, am I amongst people who come expecting this morning? Or did you come expecting to hear three points in a poem and go home the same way? I'm going to tell you right now, you got the wrong preacher for that. Because this is not about Jerry Kelly or Sonia Kelly. This is about the Lord Jesus Christ who gave it all <laughs> that I could live. He gave it all that you could be free of sickness and disease and any kind of bondage. And He sent the Holy Spirit so you wouldn't have to constantly try to figure things out. You know, the Holy Ghost can give you answers right now where you have spent months trying to uh, figure out how it's going to work. Holy Ghost will give you wisdom like this and you'll just know. Amen. Amen. Some of you have been trying to figure some things out. You've, you, and it's okay. You should use your brain. But when you're at the end of that, that's not the end. Just because you can't figure it out don't mean God had not already got the answer. He is the Lord that gives wisdom. Out of His mouth comes knowledge and wisdom. And when you don't know, experts don't know, the doctor don't know, He has the answer. Amen. Glory be to God. That was for somebody. Amen. Well, you can be seated. Are you ready to get into the Word this morning? You ready to hear from God this morning? You want me to hurry up and uh, you want me to hurry up and so you can go eat? Amen. The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Thank God for the blood. Say it again. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Man, I can remember my mom and my grandmother as a little kid. They were I'd hear them talking about pleading the blood of Jesus, proclaiming the blood of Jesus. Come on, how, how many of you folks around my age or older remember that? Can you remember pleading the blood of Jesus, talking about the blood of Jesus? Well, what's, why have we ever gotten away from the blood of Jesus? 
there are ministers out there, but it's not. It's very rare that you hear people preach on the blood of Jesus and proclaim the blood of Jesus. I believe in teaching principles of faith, but principles of faith without the blood of Jesus is rigid and worthless because real faith that works has its power in the shed blood of Jesus. Our faith is not faith at all if there is no blood shed. Let me say that again. Your faith is worthless if there's no blood shed. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So I want to say, how many are thankful for the blood of Jesus that's flowing this morning? <laughs> Hallelujah. So I'd hear my grandmother pleading the blood of Jesus, proclaiming the blood of Jesus. And so we're going to talk about the blood of Jesus this morning. And let me remind you, as the word is going forth, as the Holy Ghost is speaking the words of spirit and life, that that strengthening, that quickening, you just reach up and take it. Amen. Because it's here. It's here right now. The power of God is present to heal. It's present to deliver. It's present to, I always say it this way, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. The anointing, anytime the anointing starts manifested, good things start happening. Good things will and are start happening. So we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Lord, I'm asking you according to your word that you would show us great and mighty things concerning your blood this morning. I'm asking you, Father, that signs, wonders, miracles would be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus, this morning. I'm asking you, Father. I'm asking you now in the name of Jesus for signs, wonders, miracles, healings, answers, wisdom. I ask you in the name of Jesus that you'd give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened and that we will know the hope of your calling this morning, Lord. Bring that quickening, that strengthening even now, Holy Spirit. We ask it in the name of Jesus and if you agree with it, say, I agree. Amen. Well, turn women to Romans chapter 1. And we're going to begin to look at some things. I really don't know how, I'm, how it's going to go this morning, which direction. We're just trusting the Holy Spirit. Turn with me to Romans chapter 1. Let's start with verse 15. get there myself here in a minute Romans chapter 1 verse 15 Paul says so as much as in me I am ready or I am eager to preach the gospel to you there at Rome you can say I am eager to preach the gospel to those who are at the gathering this morning amen is there anything significant about the gospel of Jesus Christ? <laughs> he said, for I am not ashamed. 
Everybody say, I'm not ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. I want you to realize that the gospel, the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ is available to everyone. It's available to all. But its power only works and is demonstrated in the individual that believes. It is the power of God unto salvation, being born again, healing, deliverance, soundness of mind, anything that you need, it is the power of God unto what you need. But its power, even though it's available, will not work if we don't believe. It's the power of God unto everyone that believes. Say, I'm a believer. Amen. <laughs> it's the power of God. It's the power of El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. So I need to ask somebody, is God still on the throne this morning? These times, I've talked with people and Christians, if you've been reading your Bible, you shouldn't have been caught off guard by these things. Are these times troubling? Are they difficult? Absolutely. We don't stick our heads in the sand about these things. But Jesus already told us these things were going to happen. He said, don't be afraid. Don't let your heart be troubled. That we can have peace in these times. That we can be overcomers in these times. That we can be a light to those who don't know. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of God unto healing, unto deliverance. Think about this. What is something you're believing for right now? What are some things you're asking God for, believing God for? Well, the power to the gospel of Jesus Christ is the power of God unto you if you believe. Amen. For in it, in this gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it, as it is written, the just shall live by what? By faith. You can't preach or teach the gospel of Christ without proclaiming the blood of Jesus. Amen. A bloodless gospel is a powerless gospel. Amen. There is no gospel of Christ to preach without the proclamation of the blood of Jesus. I'm going to say it again. There is no gospel of Christ without the shed blood of Jesus. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Without the shedding of blood, there is no healing for sickness. Without the shedding of blood, there is absolutely no faith to believe for anything. Amen. I want to say it again. A bloodless gospel is an absolutely powerless gospel.
a gospel, yes, a, a, a gospel where the blood of Jesus, I mean, without the shed blood of Jesus, if you go all the way, if you go all the way from Genesis to Revelation, you'll see a common thing, not without blood. Not without blood. Even if you go back when Adam and Eve was created and they fell, you see where that blood had to be shed because God took the skins of those animals. There had to be some bloodshed and He covered them. There's a lot there. We ain't got time to get into that, but there's a lot of truth right there. These days, there are a lot of people who are afraid to talk about the blood because they think it's offensive. Well, if you preach the gospel, the gospel of Christ is, offen is offensive to those that don't believe. It's offensive to people who are in darkness. And if you are really preaching the gospel of Christ, you're going to offend some people. You're going to offend some Christian people. I've been in prisons where they, they, you know, there were Muslims, there were people who involved with witchcraft. It didn't scare me because I have what they need. Without the shedding of blood, according to Hebrews 9, without the shedding of the blood of Christ, there is no remission of sin. If there's no bloodshed, there is no salvation. You understand what I'm saying? If Jesus hasn't shed His blood, there is no gospel of salvation of Christ to preach. Because without the shedding of blood... Our faith is in vain. Amen. But the blood of Jesus must be proclaimed. And that's why I say a bloodless gospel, a bloodless teaching, without the shed blood of Christ, it's a powerless gospel. It doesn't have the power to change anyone. Leviticus says that the life, you know, that the life is in the blood of Christ. Amen. The life is in the blood. So we're going to get into some things here. Now, I hadn't planned on going here, but I want you to turn, to go, uh, turn with me to Acts chapter 8 and verse 5. I didn't plan on going to this particular scripture. But I want us to look at Acts chapter 8 verse 5. And while you're turning, I want to say it again. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. How many can stand with Paul this morning and say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ? If you say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, you, that's the same as saying, I am not ashamed of the blood of Jesus. Amen. When you said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, you are proclaiming, I'm not ashamed of the blood of Jesus. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Amen. Now, look at Acts chapter 8 verse 5. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and he preached what to them? He preached Christ unto them. So if he preached Christ unto them, he had to be proclaiming the blood of Jesus. We know on down further it talks about he was proclaiming the kingdom of God. But there's no kingdom of God without the blood of Jesus. Amen. Everything centers on the blood of Jesus. Without blood. Not without blood. Whew, man. 
know about you, but man, I tell you, I sense the presence of God. I tell you, when you start preaching the blood and proclaiming the blood of Jesus, we're going to see right here, this is how you get miracles. This is how you get miracles. Philip went down to Samaria and he preached Christ unto them. So he had to proclaim that Jesus shed his blood. Amen. Let's keep reading. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Now notice what happens when you're preaching Christ, when you're preaching and proclaiming the blood of Jesus. They begin to see the miracles which he did for unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many. Told you the blood of Jesus stirs demon spirits up. It stirs things up. People who have been bound by things of darkness. When the blood of Jesus is proclaimed, the Spirit of God moves upon that Word and chains begin to break. It said that unclean spirits begin to cry out. Demon spirits get uncomfortable. They, they get uncomfortable when you start teaching. Now, they're okay if you preach. I'm not against all motivational stuff, but some of it is just an ear tickler. It does nothing but makes you feel good about yourself. It does nothing about... It gets your eyes on you instead of on the one. Because what you're going to do on days you don't feel good about yourself? You're going to need some faith in the blood. Come on now. What you going to do on days when your family's talked bad about you? When friends have forsaken you? And you're not feeling good about yourself? You're going to need some faith in the blood of Jesus. Amen. What you going to do on the days when doctors, experts, mental experts tell you that you're going to always have to suffer with this? You're going to need some faith in the blood of Jesus. Amen. We're going to need to be around some people that know how to proclaim and know how to speak the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Faith in the blood. Faith in the blood corporately and the faith in the blood individually. Amen. God doesn't want us walking around bound. Colossians 1 talks about that when we were born again that he translated us out of the kingdom of darkness. He transferred us out of the kingdom of darkness. And he just didn't leave us there, but he put us into the kingdom of his dear son. That tells me that faith in the blood of Christ will set me free from any power of darkness. But what happens, a lot of times we get born again, and this is the number one need, and you'll never get to the point where you don't need it, is to have your mind renewed in the word of God. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And he says, don't be conformed to this world. He's talking to Christian people. So if he says, don't be conformed, that means as a Christian, you can still allow yourself to be conformed to the world, the way it thinks, the way it talks, the way it believes. You can be conformed to the world's hopelessness if you 
even though you got all of this available to you in the kingdom of God, if you don't renew your mind in the word of God, you will still live, talk, and think like the world. And I know it's got, you know, I've talked to pastors, and that's got to be one of the most frustrating things is to see your people not walking in everything that Jesus has provided. Let me tell you, Jesus paid a price that we won't know till we get to heaven. He was tortured, humiliated, and he poured his blood out that we could walk in freedom. Amen. Amen. And he didn't walk, he didn't go through that so your mind could be tormented at night. There's some people in here I know by the Spirit of God, you can't sleep at night because your mind's tormented about things in the past. But the Spirit of God is here to tell you. He's saying, light be. Light be. Amen. Jesus didn't shed his blood for you to lay awake at night tormented with thoughts of the past, thoughts of guilt, thoughts of shame. But he came and shed his blood that you could be free. And not only you be free, but you go set other people free. <laughs> Amen. So he preached Christ unto them, unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out, came out of many that were possessed with them. And many taken with palsy, they were paralyzed. And they were lame, were healed. It says there was great joy in that city. Man, that ought to be so. I mean, that is one of the things when the blood of Jesus is proclaimed, they should be miracles and they should be great joy. <laughs> great joy. Is anybody happy here today? Is anybody in here this morning as happy as I am? Because I've been there. I've told Pastor, when you've lost it all, you got nothing else to lose. You see, what happens, Christian people, when you're afraid of losing it all, you can't give it all to Christ. <laughs> this earth, this time we're in now, this, this is this is bad as it gets for a Christian. And sadly, if you're not born again, this is this is good as it gets. Amen. But there was great joy. They were signs, wonders, and miracles done when Christ was proclaimed, when the blood of Jesus was proclaimed. Well, that's what I'm here declaring this morning is the blood of Jesus is still flowing this morning. At the gathering church, from the front of these pews to the back of these pews, upon every person that's in here, I speak and declare and proclaim that the blood of Jesus is still as powerful today as it was when he shed it. But here's the thing. You can be born again and sitting here doing all the right things. But if you don't believe that, there's no power. There'll be no power released in you or to you. It's like if you have a, uh, you know, you got the sockets. If you're over here trying to vacuum the carpet, there's no power, but the plug's not plugged into the socket. You're just going to be going along doing something. It's not... A lot of people are going on like that vacuum cleaner. It's not plugged into the power source. You're going through the motions. It looks religious. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. Makes your flesh feel good, but you're, you know something's not right. Well, you got to plug into the source. The blood of Jesus, you got to plug your faith into the power source. 
which is the power of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the blood of Jesus. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. I know I am. The Holy Ghost is talking to some people this morning. Are we good? It's a pivotal, it's a pivotal point for some people this morning. It's a pivotal point for some people this morning. Because we can choose, we can choose to plug into the source. Or we can choose to go on and be religious. Amen. We can choose to keep coming to church, punching the religious time clock, doing our religious duty. Or we can, I'm going to tell you, there is, and I don't know if I said it, but he was in one of my classes. There is nothing. I'm going to tell you, there is nothing. You hit, you hit it this morning. There is nothing that can compare to an intimate. I didn't say religious, really. When, when I'm reading about Jesus in the Bible, he's manifesting himself to me in prayer. I was told, the other night, I was just sitting at the table reading. And I said, God, I thank you. You're speaking. And it was as real to me. And I told Sonia, I was weeping. And I heard God say, just as real to me. Gee, he said, I love you, my son. He said, you're precious to me. And it was on the inside. And it was as real as me and you were talking this morning. There's nothing that can compare to a living, real relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I know I'm reading about him in this Bible, but I'm walking with him. He's walking in me. That same Jesus. You can't put a price tag on that. The same one. The doctors told me and my wife that my daughter would never walk on her own. Last time she heard she come in with a walker, she walked in by herself this time. She's probably 85, 90% now. Either what Jesus did, either he's real or he's not. I'm just going to be straight. I'm going to be like Pastor Allen. Either this is real or it's just another book that we just need to throw away. Are we a bunch of fools just showing up for a 4-H club meeting or something? <laughs> Either Jesus is still alive, walking amongst us, or he's not. It's not just about principles of faith. It's about knowing, who, knowing the one. Paul says, I know whom I have believed. That's why faith is not working for a lot of people. They're trying to operate principles of faith without a relationship with Jesus. That's why faith is a struggle for people. You don't have an intimate relationship with Jesus. I didn't say you, were, you weren't born again. That same Jesus who delivered me from alcohol, who delivered me from hopelessness, I know what it's like to be there. I've been there sitting on the bed with a shotgun in my hand. The devil talking to me loud. I'm talking, talking to me. Go kill your parents. Then blow your brains out. 
I've been mixed up in some things of darkness. There are some supernatural things out there that is real that people fellowship with. That the devil is real. But I don't have to be afraid of. There's one he's afraid of in me right now. The Holy Ghost, the greater one. It's not just about knowing scriptures. It's about knowing one who spoke these things. It's about a living relationship with Jesus. And when I lay down at night, man, the peace of God in me. Mm. And even when things aren't going right, even when troubles are coming on every side, there is a grace available to me that when I'm getting pressed on every side, I do as like Paul said, God's already spoken to me. He said, Jerry, my grace is sufficient for you. So I'll not gripe and complain when problems come, but I'll reach out and I'll boast in my weakness. I'm boasting in the grace that God's given me. For when I'm weak, I know I'm strong. <laughs> That's faith in the blood of Jesus. Excuse me, I didn't mean to spit shower, you know. That's faith in the blood of Jesus. It's not, let me say, it's not about religion. It's about faith in the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Whoo! Are y'all ready to go home yet? The Lord spoke to me one day. He said, all that I am is in my blood. All that's in my blood I've given to you. How many are born again? Raise your hand. If you're born again, all that's in the blood of Jesus is in you. All that's in Him is in His blood, and all that's in His blood is in you. Think about that. Well, I don't feel like it. got nothing to do with feelings. Jesus said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you would say. He didn't say if you felt like it, you would say. It don't take a whole large amount of faith to talk, does it? All you got to do is have faith as a grain of mustard seed and say, the blood of Jesus flows through me. The blood of Jesus is flowing through my mind. The blood of Jesus can clear up any fogginess and confusion of the mind like this. And he's doing it now. If you will receive it, there's people who've walked in with a fogginess of mind. If you'll receive it, the Holy Spirit is clearing that up right now. Whew, man, I tell you, I'm getting drunk up here. The very life of God is in that blood. Acts 20, 28 you don't have to turn there. It says, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God. How many are part of the church? He said, To feed the church of God which He has purchased with His own blood. Did you know you've been purchased by the blood of Jesus? God personally handpicked you and purchased you with the blood of Jesus. The very life of God is in that blood. It's God's life that gives the blood of Jesus its glory and power and effectiveness to anyone who would put their faith in it. Let me say that again. 
The very life of God is in that blood that you've been purchased with. It's His life that gives the blood of Jesus its glory, its power, and effectiveness to anyone who will put their faith in it. I dare you to put your faith in the blood of Jesus this morning. Come on, I dare, I dare some people to put their faith in the blood of Jesus this morning. What's something you've been struggling with, you've been fighting with? I double dog dare you to put, the, put your faith in the blood of Jesus this morning. I dare you to call Satan's bluff and, and proclaim the blood of Jesus this morning. I wasn't one when in school. I was always smaller. Not now so much. But I learned early that if I didn't stand up for myself, people would bully me. So they learned that, that I could hide behind a corner and hit them in the head with something. So I wasn't going to be bullied. Let's make, now let's talk spiritually. I'm talking to some people this morning. Why are you allowing Satan to bully you? He will absolutely bully faithless people. Unless Satan gets advantage of us, we are not ignorant of his devices. We are not to give place to the devil. We give place to the devil when we refuse to renew our minds according to the word of God when it comes to the blood of Jesus. It's time for you, some of us, to start pushing back. Amen. It's time for us to start pushing back. Amen. Faith in the blood. Faith in the blood. I'm going to have to skip over some things. Romans 3, 21. says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference. For all has sinned to come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation, an atonement. It's also translated a mercy seat. How is Jesus a mercy seat to us? Through what? Faith in His blood. Through faith. In His blood. <laughs> Amen. The Amplifier says, Whom God has put forward as a mercy seat and a propitiation by His blood to be received, to be received, how? Through faith. I want you to say this with me. I have faith. In the blood of Jesus. I'm, I'm daring some folks this morning. I double dog dare you to put your faith in the blood of Jesus when it comes to your family. When it comes to your pastors. When it comes to your church. I dare say there's a few guys in here. You wouldn't let nobody bully you or your family around, would you? Why do we let him do that when it comes to our families? The devil will keep bullying you as long as you let him. 
even with the Holy Ghost living in you. But I believe in my heart. There's a lot I'm going to skip over. I'm not just about doing notes. Because you can do your notes and still miss what the Holy Ghost is saying. Now this is going to take people who are honest with their self. They're honest with God. And you really want to be set free. Don't even raise your hand on this. I want you to ask yourself this question. Did Jesus live? Did he come to earth? Did he die? Did he shed his blood? Was he raised again? Is his blood still as powerful today? Did you know 1 Peter 1, 18, 19 says if you're born again, that you were purchased not with corruptible things such as silver and gold, but it says you were purchased with the precious blood of Christ. That means the blood of Christ doesn't do like money and things fluctuate with the economic times. It doesn't go up and down in value. It's God determined your value. He determined that you were worth the blood of Jesus. He determined you were worth the blood of Jesus and He purchased you with that. So why do we keep allowing the devil to take things from us that the blood of Jesus has purchased? Why do we allow? There's some people back here. You need to quit letting the devil torment your mind. Your mind belongs to you and it belongs to the Holy Ghost. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but He's given you a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. There are people in here who are suffering with attention deficit disorder that you're on medication about. But God wants you set free from that. There are people in here who you're suffering with arthritis. Did you know that Jesus bore took arthritis? Amen. Did you know that the, the crown of thorns that was pressed into Jesus' skull typify that he took mental anguish and mental torment so you wouldn't have to take it? Blood was shed for you to have peace of mind. I don't know, the Holy Ghost is really pressing on me about people not having peace of mind. Because if the devil gets control of your mind and continues to work through that, he will keep pushing you and pushing you. We've seen ministers commit suicide. And what he wants to do is pressure you mentally into a place of hopelessness where he gets you to believe in that this is hopeless. There is no hope. And the only way out is if I take myself out. I've seen it happen myself I was in that position myself but I've seen it happen to people but the word of God says and this is what you need to say Christ is in me the hope of glory 
no matter if it looks hopeless on the outside, I'm never hopeless because Jesus is on the inside. And as long as He's on the inside, I have hope. And my faith will give substance to the things that I'm hoping for. I'm reminded with John, in John 1.29, He said, look, the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world. That word take away, if you look at take away, it means to remove, to take off. The blood of Jesus will, re, will remove from you anything that's attached to you because of sin. Some of you got born again, but renewing the mind's got a part to display, and there's still some things attached to you because of sin. Well, the blood of Jesus will remove those things that you've allowed to become attached to you. Because of the, I didn't get into anything hardly that I'd planned on. But I'm not going to belabor this because it's going to take a man, it's going to take a woman. But there's people in this room today that the Holy Ghost wants to set free from your mind being tormented. So I'm going to ask you because there's an anointing here and it's your day to get free. And you know what? You haven't slept well in a while. But the Word of God says He gives His beloved sleep. When the anointing starts flowing, good things happen. And so, if that's you, I want you to put your pride aside and come on up here. The Holy Ghost wants to minister to you. No more dark days. No more down days. I want somebody because come on up here. There's yeah. Amen. Amen. Come on up here. Sambrando kishi kamangi kuruto mesehe brata. Brandi shikorondo framba shikanamokomre. Brandi shikanamu u sipe shikanamokomre. We're okay, Pastor Allen. Brandi shikamoksikana. A strengthening, a quickening. A strengthening and a quickening. When you were born again, is everybody up here, you're born again? When you were born again, Ephesians talks about that we died with Christ and we were raised together with Christ. Did you know that? You're born again, right? And so, that same power that resurrected Christ from the dead, that same power serves what resurrected you from the dead. And it gave you life. And proven that day when Jesus walked out of the tomb, you walked out with him. Proven to every one of you up here that if you can walk out of spiritual death because of the blood of Jesus, you can walk out of anything that has you bound right now. <laughs> I want to say that again to you. No matter what's got you bound up mentally, it's not my business, you and God know. But whatever it is, I want you to know, sir, you're about to be set free. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead raised you from the dead. You walked out of the tomb that day with Jesus. And you're walking out of this right now. 
Because if you can walk out of spiritual death, you can walk out of anything that is caused by spiritual death. Through faith in the blood of Jesus. The devil is a liar. I want you to say this with me. Satan, you're a liar. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> You've been filled with the Holy Ghost? Been a while since you spoke in tongues, ain't it? Been a while. Has it been a while? Been a while? I want you to say, Satan, in the name of Jesus, you take your hands off my mind and my family. My mind belongs to God and it belongs to me. I command you in the name of Jesus, I resist you. And I'm going to declare tonight, today, say, I declare today that I'm going to sleep well and the peace of God keeps my mind and keeps my heart. Are you ready to receive? It's already yours. Say, Father, I receive your peace and I'm set free by the blood right now. Receive in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want, you, I want you to start praying in tongues. It's been a while you feel with the Holy Ghost. I'll help you. Wanna, let's start praying in tongues. Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. The Holy Spirit will give you, he, he's going to give you the utterance, but you got to speak in your tongue. You ready? Oh, you can. How, do you, how did you get born again? You received. You received. And if I say if I gave you this ring, okay, I have it. We cry worthy, we 
Come back up here. I don't think God's done with you. Come on. Brando, see, get up. God wants you fully satisfied. Fully satisfied. Fully satisfied. Not partly satisfied. Not partly satisfied. I just heard it in the spirit. The thing with God, you can't give him half of your heart and hold on to the other. So there's something on the inside. You need to make some adjustments on the inside. You know. Amen. I don't know if y'all know. He can see the things in my heart. It's not, it's, it's a joy. mind to try to tell you, oh, there's no way in God's He said, yes, there is a way you can do that for you. And even your, are you his wife? <laughs> y'all family? Friends. Friends? Well, y'all going to, it's going to be something that y'all going to know God is even wrong with it. Amen. You're precious to him. I want you to know, you're precious to him. Just to him. He wants everything. 
got something for you today, haven't you? He's done good things for you today, haven't you? Hallelujah. That pressure gets to you, don't it? So you go and be free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That's a wonderful testimony there. Now, are y'all okay? Pastor Allen and Miss Ava, can y'all come up here? Amen. The Lord, I, I, the Holy Ghost can be funny at times, but I'm going to say this. That food ain't going nowhere. You know, sometimes, you know, if you read the Gospels, Jesus knew what people were thinking. There's no, there, there is nothing or anything more important than eternal things. And there's still people who are sitting here that should have been up here. But if you go back home, you can still exercise faith in the blood and receive everything that you need right there. But this, this gentleman right here gave a great testimony. I want you to look at your pastors. Now, I... I I don't know anything. Nobody talked to me, and I wouldn't even play games with the things of the Spirit of God like this. I just know going down the road and last night, this morning in prayer. And I believe that word the Lord gave me about a quickening. It's for everybody. It was especially for them. Because do you know the devil? Not... They haven't said this to me, so I don't want y'all to think. They haven't said this to me. But did you know that the devil would love to pressure people and that are anointed and that are blessing people? And, uh, well, I might, you know, I might as well do something else. Now, they have, I promise you, they have, that hasn't been said. He's pressured me like that to give up on things that Sonia and I want to do. But you know what? Either what God said that His grace is more than enough or it's not. I believe that there's going to come a strengthening and a quickening to Pastor Allen, Pastor Abel right now if you'll open your hearts right now to receive this because there is a quickening coming right now from the Holy Ghost is the Holy Ghost still like a rushing mighty wind or does he only do things we read about in the Bible There's a quickening coming right now. There's a strengthening coming right now from the throne of God. <laughs> from the Holy Ghost. 
Here, here, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Sir, this is you. Monga Breti, Uroto. Breto, Minge, Lese, Goso, Nange, Le. That same spirit. Do you not believe that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you? Brondo isha ele goso bati lese mongo shi shamange sikamoko bret lese mengi me mereti sikanada da mokombrete. Breti se Canada boko breti se Canada da bocombreti. Roto mi se Canada bocombreti se Canada da bocombreti se cabase kenel. Breti se Canada. The Lord just reminded me. The Lord just reminded me. This is for Pastor Allen, Miss April. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, there's people here. The Lord's been dealing with people here about stepping up. And so he's not getting, you need to set that fear aside and step up. Now I heard the Spirit of God, he reminded me of something that's coming down. That same Jesus but he's here he said come unto me all you that labor and are heavy laden and he said I will give you rest he said take my yoke upon you and learn of me he said I am meek and lowly he said I will give you rest for your soul and I hear him saying it's become hard for you because you've taken things upon yourself You've taken, tried to do things in the flesh that I've called you to do in the spirit. Weariness, heaviness sets in when we begin to try to figure things out and take on things in the flesh. But Jesus said, I am meek, I am lowly. My burden is light and my burden is easy. But he said this, you got to do two things. You got to submit yourself by coming to him. You got to come to him you got to submit yourself to him by taking his yoke upon you and learning of him. And it may mean cutting some things out for a while. He didn't call you to the ministry to die early or to burn out. People need what y'all have in y'all. You can shut me down if you want to. Pastor Allen knows he can, he's got, I submitted him, he can just shut me down if I'm missing it. But there's anointing and a grace upon both of y'all to set people free. It's an absolute grace that a lot of people don't have, but y'all have it. I don't know, I just heard the Spirit of God say, let people talk. 
let people think what they want to. He said, but you know what I've told you. He said, you know what I've put in your heart. He said, you go with that. And I heard Jesus say that he had to do the same thing. He had religious people after him. But he didn't worry about what they said. He only spoke and did what he saw the Father do and what the Father told him to do. I believe in my heart that there's going to be a wisdom come to both of y'all. There's going to be some wisdom come where y'all have tried to figure things out. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. And I could see y'all at your house crying and weeping because you knew it was the wisdom of God. And you say, I thank you, Lord. You're going to know it was God. You know it's the grace of God. His grace. And I hear him. I'm going to say this the way, the, I'm going to say this the way the Holy Spirit is saying, saying it. Alan, April, my grace is sufficient for you. It's more than enough. where people have laughed and mocked and people probably said things they're going to have to step back and see a grace because I don't know there, there's something there I, I mean there is an anointing to set people free and to take people and men that society sets aside but Jesus sees people's worth because he sees people through his blood. <laughs> Y'all see people through the blood of Christ. My, my, my. Supernatural wisdom. And I believe it's going to be even more amazing than what you thought because we've, we're in the times and seasons where God has taken people who are about kingdom business, about building his kingdom and not theirs. And he's going to exalt them to a place. And Jesus will get all the glory and honor. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I stir those gifts up by the laying on of my hands. In, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And, and is any of the family here? Your family, I want the family to come up here. If there's anybody, oh, y'all all up there on stage. In the name of Jesus, y'all come down here. I'm beginning to understand. Y'all stand down here. Are we okay? Sonia, tell you now, you know, they, I want y'all to stand up there. I'm beginning to understand now what the Lord said. A strengthening and a quickening. A strengthening and the quickening. Because here's the thing: Satan knows if he can wear, if he can, if he can wear out the people that God's given the vision to and the family to, then he'll win. And he'll win. But thank God, a strengthening and a quickening has come. I want the family to step aside. Just make a line right here. And y'all okay if we lay hands on you? I, this is what I'm believing for. According to where God, when we lay hands on you, you're going to stir some gifts up in you. There, there are some of you standing here today that, that 
the Lord's been dealing with you about teaching and preaching on some things. There's some gifts and callings in you that, yes, you're involved here, but there's some gifts and callings in every one of you here. You've laid awake at night and you've struggled. No, I can't do that. But the Holy Ghost says, yes, you can. Yes, yes, you can. And all it takes is taking a step of faith. You see, a lot of people, I don't know why I'm saying this to you, but a lot of people, they're waiting on that grace to come before their step. But what you got to do, you got to take a step of faith first, then you step into that grace. I don't know, does it mean anything to you? So in the name of Jesus, he's he going to let you know. In the name of Jesus, we stir that gift up by laying it on hands in Jesus' name. There'll be wisdom. And when you take that step of faith, it reminds me of a time when I was struggling with preaching and teaching, should I? And I remember one night my pastor in Louisville, Alabama, let me preach. And it was like, because I'd never been able to give up, give up a book report in school. But it was like somebody threw a coat over once I took a step, that grace came upon me. It's going to be the same with you. In the name of Jesus, receive. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, receive. Lord, you have blessed this family. And you have made them a blessing. But God, you're going to increase it. There have been many that have come through here. They've planted we've watered but God gives the increase and Pastor Allen things that ministers have planted have watered to your ministry to your family God has increased it but there's going to be a greater increase particularly in the times that we're in in the name of Jesus <laughs> sweet spirit in the name of Jesus Lord, we stir those gifts up by the laying on our hands in Jesus' name. Father, we stir they get. Thank you, Lord, for their faithfulness. Thank you. The Lord appreciates and loves faithfulness. In the name of Jesus, we stir those gifts up by the laying on of our hands in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. And you too need to take steps. You too need to take steps. And when you take those steps of faith, that grace is going to come on you and in you. And you'll weep for joy. And don't, and you know, I don't know why I'm saying this. Don't worry about what, you're not giving up anything, you're gaining. <laughs> There'll be a gain. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus.
also my daughter. I speak blessing over this family in the name of Jesus. I call this family blessed in the name of Jesus. I call you blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's going to be some great things. I don't know. You and her. Of course, all of y'all. But there's something, something going to happen. Amen. I speak blessings over the family. I speak blessing, declare, declare blessings over the church. And I want to encourage you this morning. I know I went long, and my apologies. But these things are precious to God. These are eternal things. I want to encourage you. Have faith in the blood of Jesus. Declare the blood of Jesus. Speak the blood of Jesus. Amen. Can you come here a minute? I keep trying to get away from it. Sir, I just, I don't know. The Lord just told me to lay hands on you. And bless you. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak blessings. And I speak life. And I speak health. In the name of Jesus. And Holy Spirit, I ask you that you would lead him and guide him into all truth. There'll be things that come up that'll try to pull you away from what God's planted you. But you know ahead of time, the Holy Ghost will show you things to come. But you know now when those things come, in the name of Jesus, I'm planted where God has me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. 